This week on the Media Virus Podcast. Stop! If you restart this podcast at exactly the right time, we can celebrate the new year together. Florida man claims, it wasn't me, my penis did it. And a Michigan man is due back in court for snacking on bacon balls. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. There's a fancy doctor in words, butt crack. Featuring the diversity duo Stanley McFadden and the lovely and talented doctor. Ah! Ah! Shut the fuck up, Maddie. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show. The incomparable Maddie Rockdev. So anyway. Jesus Christ. Hi, Dan. We have uh, a fucking great show for you people this week. Uh, this is the uh, New Year's testicular. Uh, it's kind of like a spectacular, only with your testicles. Um, and I say that because it's just uh, there, there are no females uh, in this, uh, well, at least in this block. We, we, it's a big sausage party. So, uh, you know, with that, you get testicles and, w- and what, what we're going to do, uh, is what guys, you know, like, like doing best is mostly talking, talking about our testicles. That's right. Um, that's, that's right. But, uh, now, uh, do we know what time well, we are? We're going to, since we're talking about our testicles, I've decided to do this now rather than at the top of the show. So this will be the point where we all get together and get everything right so that we can celebrate the new year if you listen to the podcast just right. And that means right now I'm going to give you a count in, and that's when you'll hit pause. And then at 11.30, you'll play. So everybody get ready to synchronize your crotches in three, two, one. All right, the timer is going. For how long? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. So, welcome to the New Year's Eve testicular. I am Matty Rockdev. I'm uh, also joined here by my executive producer, the Reverend and Professor Michael Torres. Happy New Year, Mike. How you doing? Happy New Year there, Matt. I'm doing just fine. Uh, we're going we're gonna to play with our big manly voices tonight since the girls aren't here and, you know, to laugh at us and shit. That's right. Uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of manly voices... Uh, sitting in our BBC correspondent, he's got the manliest voice of all. It's Stanley McFadden, otherwise known as Big Daddy. I, I, I do, yeah, Big Daddy. For this segment, I shall be testicles. 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 We are in a testacular uh, show today, and to celebrate, I shall be testicles. Testicles. Estocles, the the BBC correspondent. And uh, yeah, we have nobody else uh, joining us this evening, so it's just us. So let's let's kick it off with some fun shit, man. There's a dude in Florida blamed his penis. That's right. He did. Uh, so, oh, hang on. I've got a little whatever the hell this is over. There we go. A Florida man claims bags of cocaine and meth found wrapped around his penis are not his. A Clearwater man claims that drugs that deputies found wrapped around his penis did not belong to him. 
34-year-old Patrick Florence was riding in a car that was pulled over after police say it was driving without its lights on early Saturday morning. The driver of the vehicle was arrested by police for DUI and possession of marijuana. A search of the car uncovered a gun under Florence's seat. Then the deputies searched Florence and found bags of methamphetamines and cocaine wrapped around Florence's penis. How did they... See, I mean... I, I... Not for nothing, but I love that sentence. Found methamphetamines and cocaine wrapped around Florence's penis. Now we have all <laughs> we we have all found illicit drugs wrapped around our penis that we didn't know were there. I mean, can we just can we just say can, like come together on that one? Hey, sometimes I don't know exactly what my penis is up to. Listen, we exactly. all know that we that our penises have different agendas completely. I think Obviously. every man will every man will will know when right. I say this that most mornings your penis is up 10 to 20 minutes before you are. Yep. And who His knows what it could be completely different from mine. Yeah, who knows what it could be doing. You know what I mean? It could it could honestly just be uh maybe you your know, dick was up cooking, house. maybe your dick was up cooking and packaging meth all night. Right. How would you know? You can't trust your dick. Everybody knows. Every guy knows they can't, can't trust, trust their dick. dick. Can't trust the dick. Can't trust your dick. I so, specifically told him we are going from point A to point B. We're not stopping. And uh, got his own agenda. And you know what? The difficulty of trying to get like some clam to testify. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, he was making meth. No, the guy, you know, I had no idea. He would just wake up in the middle of the night. He could have been a sleepwalker. That's true. You know, it, it could have nothing to do with his dick. Just he sleepwalks. You know, most of the things that make meth are, are household items. That's true. And, uh, you know, it might have been a pure don't, accident. Don't have to go that far. Although you would think if there was cocaine there and he was he was manufacturing cocaine as well, they might have found a coca field behind his house or something, you know. And honestly, coca only grows really well at altitude. Well, I'm not a, you know, you know, I'm not a fancy law person, but uh, I, I, I don't do lawyering, lawyering, but uh, I'm thinking that, uh, you know, the guy might, uh, you know, you give me, give me one dude on that jury, you know, who uh, listened to his dick one too many times. My penis did it. You know, wasn't me. It's, uh, it's right. Always getting us in trouble. So you, that's what they do. You know who they need on that jury? Shaggy. It wasn't me. Wasn't me. Mm. I saw you fucking near the toaster. It wasn't, wasn't me. me. I, saw, I saw her banger in the keister. Wasn't, wasn't me. me. I saw you stick it in her toothpaste. It wasn't, wasn't me. me. <laughs> I just, I, I like to, I've been on this kick where I want to use the weirdest words. It's always the best when you do like, that. Like, let me come on your tookus. <laughs> you know those those weird off the wall moments that that could generate a laugh are always great during sex because they they no yeah no it's they either people laugh during sex is so so I mean I, I it's easy for me it's either it's either a All win I do is take off my pants it's it's either a total win or it's a total lose there's no yeah. there's no in between like either way commitment like there was and you gotta you gotta stay with the joke because there was one night. We were really going at it. It was good. 
And I reached over on the nightstand and I slipped a clown nose on and I waited for her to open her eyes. I said, I'm going to fuck you silly. (laughs) (laughs) And we laughed and laughed and laughed. It's always good to have a clown nose next to the bed. And you laughed and did you, did you get to? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when you, when you get a good laugh going, the Kegels are fantastic. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Oh, fuck you, silly. You know whose dick got him in, in, in you know whose dick got him in, in, in big trouble? A gentleman by the name of Kevin Bacon. That's true. Uh, Kevin Bacon, his 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 penis got him in terrible trouble. A cannibal who murdered and ate a grinder date's testicles is due back in court. On Christmas Eve of 2019, a hairstylist named Kevin Bacon arrived on the doorstep of Matt. Latunsky's house in Bennington Town, Michigan. I'm guessing this is probably a different Kevin Bacon. Yes, it is. This was meant... It is not the famous Hollywood actor. This was meant to be their first date upon meeting one another on a dating site called Grindr. For those of you unfamiliar, Grindr is a dating site for men who want to date... um, Men exclusively. Men. That want to date other men. According to multiple reports, Kevin Bacon was made fully aware of Matt Latunsky's penchant for violent sexual behavior. Still, well, not fully aware. Still, even I mean, made aware, but not completely aware. Even he could not have predicted what would ensue after the start of their evening together. According to court documents, the 25-year-old was brutally murdered in a heinous act of assault and cannibalism. Kevin Bacon was found three days later hanging from the ceiling of Matt Latunsky's basement by his ankles. Not only was the victim dead, but part of his testicles had been cut off and eaten by the assailant. Investigators reported that Matt Latunsky stabbed his victim, removed several of his body parts, and consumed them in the days that followed. When Kevin Bacon's father learned of the details of his son's assassination, he was understandably distraught. Nevertheless, he paid tribute to his son by illustrating the happiness that he had brought to his life while he was alive. It's gut-wrenching to hear the details, and we're beside ourselves, said Carl Bacon. I'm going to remember him how everyone else remembers him, that he's a good person who is passionate and cares for people. It was just announced that Matt Latunsky is expected to reappear in court early next year so that this case can finally reach a conclusion. His lawyer has stated that he plans to file for an insanity plea on behalf of his client. For more, wait, than- are you sure he's gonna he's gonna go for an insanity plea? That's what they're saying. That's weird. You think? You notice he didn't say his client has asked him to file an insanity plea. He just said he was uh, filing one. Yeah. No, that guy's. That guy's. Uh, that guy's fucked in the head. You know what I mean? Well, you know. Um, but, uh, I mean, you shouldn't eat bacon balls right off the grinder. No. Absolutely not. You know? Do you think... That's the part that made it really funny for me. Yeah. Do you think he sucked his dick before he ate it? Mm, uh, do you think he sucked his dick before he killed him? Do you think he kept telling him? Do you think he got him over there telling him? He's like, I'm going to eat your dick. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to eat your dick so good. 
Boy, I'm gonna ooh, I'm gonna bite your balls. I'm tear them off. And, wait, and wait. Know, <laughs> and the other guy was like, "Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah." Tear yeah, my balls up. Yeah. And wait, what? What are you gonna do then? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna string you up by your ankles. Then I'm gonna hang you upside oh, down. Oh shit! Really? Really? You're gonna tie me up by my ankles? That sounds so sexy. And then, then I'm gonna drain you. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Gonna, Drain dry, daddy. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. Tr- then I'm going to go upstairs and cook some bacon. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to drip the bacon pad on my body. Oh, that just sounds delicious. That's right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, poor hairstylist named Kevin Bacon. That is, uh, that is a disturbing, um, that's a disturbing story. Yeah, you know, and I can appreciate the dad wanting to remember his son uh, in a different way, but I'm pretty sure all the rest of us are going to remember his son in the exact same one way, hanging upside Dude. down with one testicle. Exactly. <laughs> he got his balls ate. That is, I mean, it's it's such a sad thing, but I mean, it's so. I mean, it's going to happen in this day and age where everybody's just, you know, like, don't meet, don't, don't go with people like on the internet, like, don't go with strangers, like, don't, don't, like, you don't know these people. It puts the testicle in the skillet. Ooh, can you imagine (laughs) balls? Oh, God. I don't Uh, know about balls, but I think Stanley might be able to imagine eating some dick. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I can... yeah, or at least some Tronco. Why don't you or go ahead and tell us? Why don't you go ahead and tell us that story there, Stan? Give us a little new. I want to be able to tell that in a gay voice. Well, this is the place. Is there anyone stopping you from telling it in a gay voice? Well, because if I wanted to sound as gay as possible, then I need to like. So there was this one time I was in South America with my partner, and he and I were over at this house, and we were invited to this house to like eat, and we were like, mmm, scrumptious. And we get there, and there's like meat on the table, and it's just this big hunk and hunk and hunk of meat. And we were like, oh my goodness, that looks so juicy. And Daddy was like, ooh, you guys should eat first. And we were like, ooh, we get to eat first. It looks so good. And so we're eating it. And I try it. And mm, it's really salty. And no one else is eating it. I'm like, mm, this is all for me. What do you call this? And Daddy said, it's called tronco. I said, tronco? How do you spell that? He said, oh, it's T-L-R-O-N-C-O. I said, okay, I'm just going to write that down and uh, look it up later. So I'm eating it and eating it. And no one else ate it but me. And I was like, oh, more for me. So I had so much of this meat. It was so chewy and delicious. So then later on, I get home and I look up. And Dronco means bull penis. And I was like, oh, my goodness. There was a bull's dick all up in my mouth. I should have been told about this sooner. So yeah, the moral of the story is you might have a bull's dick in your mouth. 
No. Okay. Um, the, the fun, the, the best part about that was um, all, the, all the family getting together, like knowing you're coming over for dinner and going, you know, we're going to basically say to each other in, in Spanish, we're going to make the black American guy eat a bull dick. That's not the best part of that. That's, the, that's not? No. The best part of that is that you can now clip that little piece of video out so that we can post it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that is, is true. my credit to you. No, you're quite welcome. Or um, um, thank you very much. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I am not. I am not holding strong. I'll tell you that much. Um, what's uh, what's what's going on, Mike? Where are we? Uh, at? We are about halfway there, so I'm going to jump into a few new, more news stories just to keep us going. All right. Um. This one's a little sad. So I'll do it in the middle so that we can ramp back up to being jovial. This is a little sad. Uh, NFL Hall of Fame coach and broadcasting icon John Madden has passed away suddenly at 85. John Madden, the Hall of Fame coach turned broadcaster whose exuberant calls combined with simple explanations provided a weekly soundtrack to NFL games for three decades, has died Tuesday morning, according to the NFL. He was 85. The league said he, he, was, he died he unexpectedly a... and did not provide any details on the cause. Now, I mean, did he die unexpectedly? He's 85 years fucking old. Yeah, I mean, but how like, unexpected was it? like there, it was pretty unexpected. Like there was no indication that he was unhealthy. Like the, it, except for it, being it, 85 years old and, and a little overweight, but like there was no, like he wasn't looking bad. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't appeared and people are going, Oh, it's time for him to quit. So, like, I mean, it was it was kind of sudden. Nobody expected it. Uh, you know, I imagine that most people took the news of his passing in the same way that they react when you're playing one of his games. Oh, man, come on. Fuck this. Yeah, uh. probably. I, I think that's probably true. I mean, the guy had a had a really storied career. Uh, he was originally drafted by the Eagles and then he, he tore his ACL and it was a career ending in, in, injury. Um, and from there he went on to, uh, to coaching uh, in college ball. And then by the time he was 32, he was the head coach of the Oakland of Oakland. And uh, he you coached know that Carson is on the reserve COVID list. What, what? if he clears hello according to the protocol, Fifth day. I didn't tell you to do that. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Uh, ESPN decided they were going to run a video. Um, but yeah, I mean, by the time he was 32, he was the head coach of of Oakland and took them to the Super Bowl that year. I mean, that's wow. I that's that, I'm not a football guy. I'm not I'm not a big sports guy, but that is spectacular. Oh, but he's legendary. I mean, you grew up with his you grew up with his games, you grew up with him drawing on the TV. I mean, it's, yeah, you, know, you don't have to be a big sports dude to know I mean that's, you that's know who he is. I think your involvement in sports is about the same as I. It's it's exciting enough for a while, but I ain't gonna let it fucking ruin my life. Right. And like I, I, if you're watching if I go over to somebody's house on a Sunday, they're watching the game, I'll sit there and fucking watch the game. I'll enjoy the shit out of it. I love fucking yeah. watching football. Long as you but, got uh, long as you got some beers, I'm I'm in. Right. Ah, you know, but, um, you know, people like that, I, I, when people like let the, the, the Eagles loss, like affect their entire week. Yeah. I, seriously. What the, I what can't living fucking, like, I, I know I'm, I got people in my family that do that. And I'm like, are, are you really going to let that affect like your, 
your overall mood for the week until the next week, and they're going to fucking suck again. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Now, I can honestly say John Madden has influenced our show because there are the times when I do this, and I'll I'll put X's mm-hmm. and arrows. That is totally a, a move that, in my mind, I... When I do that, I hear John Madden's voice in the background barking what I'm ta- what I'm doing, and I, I yeah, it, and it's a it's a fun thing. I've like I said, not a big sports guy, but that's the kind of thing I liked about watching the games that he was he was a part of because they would give him that pen and let him draw all over the screen, and it was sometimes it was just too much. But, oh no, yeah, but by the time he was done. If you walked in not understanding what was going on, you had a clear handle on it because he would break it down and make it easy. <laughs> and you didn't have to know football to watch a game that John was was a part of because he would keep you abreast of what was going on. And especially if something really spectacular happened, he was he would get that excited and then try to convey that to like it was almost as if he he was just hyper aware of the fact that there was somebody out there that didn't get it. And if he was able to bring that to them, maybe they could share his joy. Yeah. That was, he was good. He was good at his craft, which was explaining the game for 10 years. He will be, I mean, he's a legend and uh, you know, he'll be, he'll be missed for the, uh, for the 10 years. He was a head coach at Oakland. He, he went to the, they went to the Super Bowl seven times. Wow. Yeah. And uh, back was Oakland was a team of rowdy fucking miscreants. They were, they were drunks, drug abusers, uh, women abusers. He didn't care. They played fucking football. Yeah. And, you know, and it was a beautiful fucking thing. That's what he acting like men drinking and beating women up. Like you're supposed to. And well, Madden was always a, you always expected, you know, he was, he would seem very regular. He was big, burly guy, a little messy sometimes, like his hair would get a little messed up or, you know, his jacket was a little crooked, his tie was loose. But, you know, it was that comfortable feeling. He was a, you felt like you were right there with him, that he was, he was a, who used to do, he was approachable. Who used to do the, um, he was on Mad TV. Yes. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name either. He does a fantastic. Will Sasso. Him and uh, there's another guy that does Madden. There was really another guy that did, well. that, that did do John Madden, but Will Sasso did John Madden very, very well. Yep. Um, but, and that's who I was, that's who I was thinking of. That was, uh, we can't play it or anything because fucking right. laws. Hmm. But, uh, you know. Boom. Yeah, boom goes the dynamite. So, uh, my son bought a bunch of air tags. Did he's he? got one? He's got one on his wallet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's got one somewhere else. He loves the fucking things. Yeah, but it, as it turns out, they're being abused. Well, I'd imagine technology is as fucking wonderful as that. They're like thirty-five bucks a piece, though. Car thieves and stalkers are using them. Apple's AirTags, potential as stalker tools, have been taken full advantage of based on stories that have emerged over the past week. (laughs) The reports come shortly after the company rolled out an Apple app that allows users to detect unknown AirTags on their person. 
Two. Right, so there's a new app that you can detect an air tag on your on somewhere that's With, not yours. Right. Whether it's yours or not, it, it'll just tell you that it's there. Wow. So two that's such stories. when all hell broke loose. Two such stories involve a man and a woman, both of whom reported air tag trackers being detected on their cars. In the case of the former, it was likely done by car thieves in an attempt to steal the man's Dodge Charger. According to the report from Fox 2 in Detroit, this was just one of many cases in the past few months. The other report comes from a woman who discovered air tags attached to the front wheel of her car after a night spent in a bar. In both cases, the worst was averted, with Apple notifying the users that they were unknowingly being tracked by an air tag. But both were unable to detect the air tags by themselves. The notifications themselves worked because they both had iPhones. Had they been using Android devices, they would have had to manually run a scan on the Tracker Detect app to find unwanted air tags or wait for eight hours for the air tags to chime on their own. If the owner of the air tags were to come within range of the air tag before the eight hour time limit expired, that clock would have reset. Apple's air tags are distinctly, distinctly different from tile trackers and other Bluetooth trackers because of their use of the Find My Network app. The greatest strength of the air tags from the sheer number of Apple devices you're likely to encounter in the wild within 30 feet of you to the fact that if they're if you're reading this, you may well have one of those on you. Turn them from a convenient helper to a stalker's first choice. Can you use a tile tracker or a specialized GPS tracker for this reason? Absolutely. But the low cost of AirTags and their effective range mean that they're better choices. So there you go, guys. That's the Apple Tags. Apple AirTags are the, uh, the best choice uh, for stalkers. That's right. We'll see. Listen, the, for only thirty five dollars a pop, thirty five dollars a pop. You got you got yourself a Dodge Charger or some free pussy. You know what I'm saying? Thirty five dollars. Well, well, what happens right. here? The the issue is that they use this find my the the find my network, which is an Apple network. So if you lose your iPhone or you lose your, you go to the find <laughs> you, you go to the find my spot in Apple, and these the devices mm-hmm. themselves will create a mesh network so they talk to one another on, and it never notifies you that it's talking to it. It's just a service. And this is one of the reasons why I don't do Apple because of this unknown mesh network that sets itself up without your knowledge. And as long as that tag is near another Apple device, it calls back into home base and home base calls out to the originator and says, oh, it's okay, it's still, it's still good. So as long as it's within 30 feet of an Apple device, it can report back and it can be tracked. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So for 35 bucks, you can track anybody pretty much around the world. It's fucking awesome. You know, you don't have to go buy fucking film anymore. Thanks. I don't know if, I don't know if stalkers have moved to, to digital cam. And we lost your audio, but thanks a Stalker lot, Steve. TV Jobs. Show. What's that? I said we lost your audio, but I, I I did say thanks a lot, Steve Jobs. Oh, I was like I, back in the day, like every um, you know, every movie that had a stalker in it would be developing the pictures. Yeah, you know, I I wonder if if stalkers have moved 
digital cameras now. I would hope so. But this would be Polaroid this would be even like you don't have to follow like it's or it, it helps you follow them around to take pictures. And thirty five bucks, it's cheap. So if you're stalking somebody, go get uh, go get an AirTag and uh, you'll pop it on them. See how that uh, stick it right on their ass. I mean, you want to kind of hide it. I feel. You know. Well, I mean, their ass is behind them. It's true. They're never going to see it. Big enough, she won't even know it's there. <laughs> won't even fear you put it on. <laughs> I, I, whenever we talk about a big ass, I always think about the the joke where the the kid's in line with his mom at the supermarket, and the the fat lady's beeper goes off, and the kid turns around to his mom and says, "Watch out, mom! She's backing up." <laughs> were they shopping for shower gifts well i don't know that but uh they're funny enough we do have a shower gift story apparently there was a a, a woman who asked a, a for the shower gift back after the mother's son was stillborn which honestly oh. <laughs> just by just by Stanley's voice or by face, the face he made. Well, that was the same face I made while whilst reading that. Yeah. First it was like this. It was like, but then it, it turned into like a horror feat, like like this. Like Yeah. Wow. Well, because it was it was like uh short. short. Like a week. There's a there's a couple of things in here that we're gonna that are going to make it worse. Some people have no shame. A mom posted on Facebook about a conversation she had with her friend after the tragic death of her son. Her friend was asking if uh, she could return the baby shower gifts just days after her son was stillborn. The woman claimed she wanted to give them to another friend of hers who had a baby. While trying to sound as nice as possible, <laughs> hey, hun, just wondering if you use the bits and bobs I got you for the baby. If not, can I have them to give to Laura's little one? Hope you're okay and resting up, hon. Wow. Wow. A lot of Listen, people. Not for nothing, but a uh, lot of people don't, her baby don't think. was actually born. So we. Since she didn't fuck everything up. Can we. <laughs> so my money isn't wasted. Do you think? You know, I'll put your name on the um, card. I'll put your name on the card. <laughs> These are from me and Mary. <laughs> well, I originally gave it to Mary, but her kid, you know, was stillborn, so we figured we'd give it to you. Oh, You're not good man. enough for me to buy your your own your own your, you know your kid its own present. I'll give you the one. That... No, a lot of people don't take a stillbirth or a miscarriage that seriously. But I know it's it does affect women very, you know, very heavily. Well, in in Delaware, you now have to have a funeral for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, so yeah. uh, it goes on further, and we're 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 under sixty seconds here, so I'm going to read this quote, and we're going to jump out so that we can get ready to do our final countdown. Uh, I just needed to know before I spend any more. Is there a chance you have the that other another blankie for him, babe? Like you said, it's nice and warm, and Laura's baby can can have use of that. 
since your since your baby's all cold and dead and all. I oh. mean, <laughs> really? Oh, wait, wait till you hear her answer. Uh all right. We will get to that in in just moments, um, because um, we are at fifteen seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you st- went back and synchronized your crotches with us at nine, eight, seven. Six, six, five, five, four, four, two. Three. Happy New Year! Happy fucking New Year! New Year, everybody! Fuck you, dick. Fuck you. Eat this dick. Don't actually eat this dick. Eat a dick. Not like Kevin Bacon's dick. Yeah, like don't like actually eat my dick, but eat a dick. You know what I'm saying? Like eat his dick, not mine. Yeah, so like actually eat his dick or yeah, actually eat his dick don't actually okay. eat my dick <laughs> ladies like a strange request lick mine and eat his ladies and gentlemen the staff and cast of the media virus podcast wish to extend our wishes for a happy and healthy new year to all of our friends who listen and all of our new friends who may find this for the first time tonight and are thinking, what the hell are these assholes doing? That is the question. Just know, asking. Just know that the infection team wishes that everyone has a happy and healthy new year, a much better 22 than 21. All right, let's go to bed. Fuck this, I'm tired. Well, we've got to get back to our... Get back oh, to yeah. Our, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our bad news story, and then we're going to take a quick break. Right. version I've ever fucking heard. Just, oh God damn. Two minutes, come on. So, I'm not doing okay. I'm heartbroken. I can't believe you're asking me at the moment, but yes, I still have the things except for the blanket. He will be buried with it because it is warm and I thought it was stunning. I mean, I hope that's okay for you. Wow. Oof. So I guess my comment about I, I, maybe the other kid could use it since your kid's cold and dead. I, I guess oh, that. So no. So uh, no, I can't get it back. Yeah. I mean, wow. Oh. I mean, you know how much I spent for that? You're going to fucking bury it? <laughs> yeah, not for nothing, but yeah. Like, I mean, you, like you said, it's nice and warm, and Laura's baby's can, baby can have use of that. Then really, if you if you get me, uh, heartbreaking isn't isn't it? Let me know if you need anything. I'm I'm here all the time. I've been having a a tough time myself lately, so I'm here online and on my phone all oh. the time. If you need to chat, you know, maybe tell me more about that blanket you won't give me back. Um, I've been having a tough time myself. I have all these baby shower gifts to buy. There's all this 
happy babies being born except yours but uh wow i stubbed my toe the other day uh sorry about that whole stillborn thing uh my, my toe still hurts got a splinter the other day this hangnail is ridiculous oh oh i don't what? see it, I, the 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 text messages go on. At one point, she says, "I don't see why you had to use that blanket. That's seven pounds that you owe me." What? Cool. I'll let the other three pounds go, seeing as you know, it, it was really ten pounds that you owe me. But I'll, I'll let the other three go, seeing as you've been unwell and you've had bad news. Oof! That just got it's. It's getting worse. And, and I'll be in all day tomorrow, so, you, you know, bring me the stuff as well as that seven pounds, please. And Did then, she tell this woman to get fucked? Uh, no, because the, the woman then goes on to say, I'm lying in bed thinking of your replies and how rude you've been. I didn't have to give it to you or your baby anything to begin with. Grr. I thought you understand with money and Christmas coming up, but I'm devastated. Wow. She's not fucking dropping it, man. Yeah. I mean, it just goes on and on. It's that's horrible, man. Some people are just fucking awful. Do we have a name for this con? No, it's all <laughs> the names all blacked out throughout. But uh, yeah, don't be that person, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be that person. Uh, and if you if you should run across that person, I have some advice for you. You should pick up your telephone and you should dial one six four six virus zero one. That's one six four six virus zero one and tell us all about it. If you call while we're on the air, we'll talk to you live. Otherwise you leave us a message. We might even call you back. You know, that that that's kind of who we are. Uh when uh when you've got something to talk to us about, we'll talk to you here at the Media Virus Podcast. Uh, in fact, coming up on the 19th of January, we will be talking with uh, Vernay. And Vernay has the uh, has a rather large Michael Jackson and Jackson 5 memorabilia collection. Um, in fact, it was named the best collection of its type uh in the world for 2021 and uh, that's who we'll be talking to on the 19th of this month uh, so uh, while we're in break i'm going to take a few minutes and study up on my michael jackson uh trivia so that i can be knowledgeable for that and i suggest that uh you guys do the same see you after the break right back here on the media virus podcast I wish I could hear the bumpers through the headphones. I wish Maddie could hear the bumpers through the headphones. So does Maddie. 